welcome to episode 75 of the Potter Discussion. I'm your host, Oscar, and here on the Potter Discussion, we discuss some of Harry Potter's deepest and darkest theories, tidbits, and little easter eggs you might have missed and you probably did. Today's episode is another, not really that usual episode. The Veil is very complicated, and we can never fully explain every little thing about it. And I thought I had just about covered everything, but I was wrong. As I was talking with Mason from the last episode about the last episode, we were talking about the veil and three things that we didn't really know what would happen if they just so uh, came to pass. The first one was what happened to Sirius. He was... um, getting killed as he went into the veil so he was half dead half living right as he entered it the other thing we were talking about is if you made a human chain and one person kind of went in then you pulled him right out what would happen the third scenario is if you threw a dead body into the veil what would happen so three very exciting scenarios to go over today let's do it Alright, The Veil's Three Exceptions In Harry Potter, there are countless ways to die. The Killing Curse, falling off a bridge, the Cruciatus Curse, falling off a cliff, and so on. But the most unexplained is the Veil. The Veil is an archway from life to death. When you step through, that's it. You are done. You die. And that is exactly what happened to Sirius Black. He was blasted through the veil and never came back. Well, not quite. Sirius was already dead when he passed through. What does that mean? Is where Sirius went to different? Did he even leave at all? This theory explains that and two other situations that nod your brain. If there were a chain of people and one person were to pass through the veil, could the others pull them out? And, if you are dead and go through the veil, what happens? Let's do this. So, let's start with um, Sirius. This, this is a very serious dilemma, so we should just get right to the point. I already said he was dead when he passed through the veil, but a more accurate description would be dying. He was hit with the killing curse while going through the veil. So, what happened to him? All we know about what the veil does to you is it kills you. If that means transport you to the land of the dead, or just stops physical function, we don't know. Either way, Sirius certainly didn't go to where he was supposed to. Then it becomes a question of where he went. If Sirius entered the Vale in in the process of dying, he would go to a stage of limbo. The Vale would want to fully kill Sirius and complete its proper function. But the living side of Sirius is fighting back. So with that in mind, we should try and determine which part would win. There is another factor to consider, however. Sirius did appear to Harry when the Resurrection Stone was used by Harry in the seventh book. What happened there? Well, if Sirius went through the veil, he might not have really died, but just entered the land of the dead. And that is our answer. The Resurrection Stone draws on the place Sirius ended up, so he's appeared when Harry called. 
but he still had a living part in him. Sirius was both living and dead. Let's move on to the second question. If a person entered the veil but was pulled out, what would happen? To start, we should just assume that the death wouldn't spread to the other people in the chain. So, what would happen? The veil takes in people like a hotel takes in customers. They both check you in and require a price. The only difference is, you can leave your hotel room, but not the veil. When you check in with the veil, your stay won't end anytime soon. We can see how the veil took Sirius in the fifth book. It was as if the fibers of the veil wound its way around his body and took it. Weird. But that's it. Other than that, we can put together a theory. If you try to pull someone out of the veil, it might have gone like this. If you kept a firm and stable grip, you might be able to recover their body. But only the body. The veil's way of taking you is taking what makes you, you. Your soul. So the answer to the question is you might get the body, but not the person inside it. The next question is if you are already dead and went through the veil, what would happen? There's no fancy explanation for this one, folks. Basically, the veil takes your soul. Dying is not what kills your soul, but just stopping the physical function of your body. That means if you put an already dead person into the veil, that's saving the veil one step of the process. After that, the soul will be taken out of the body and dealt with accordingly. Well, there you have it. That is the theory for today, and... I think it makes a lot of sense. The veil doesn't really function like a curse or any other, uh, I guess you could call that, natural form of dying. It really does, it has its mind of its own, and it has its own purpose that it is designed to achieve. And if it doesn't make the person go where it wants to, things happen. So these three scenarios are... Basically, the three things that might happen if the veil didn't function accordingly. So, with Sirius, that is the prime example of, you know, something not happening the way it should. And I think that's because we just assumed that Sirius was hit with the killing curse and died. But he was hit with the killing curse while going through the veil. And it might clash with the last scenario if he threw a dead body into the veil because some might say he was already dead when he went through but i might disagree it isn't when the curse hits you it's when you don't recover so if he was hit with the curse even before entering the veil he would still have somewhat came like went into the veil not completely dead, because the life doesn't just completely leave you the second the curse touches you. That's not really how it works. It's not when the curse touches you, it's when you can't uh, get better. So, Sirius had that whole interaction with the Veil of Bellatrix and the Killing Curse in maybe two seconds. And two seconds is way too short for something like that, for the Killing Curse to fully take effect to happen. So, Sirius going through the Veil while getting hit with the killing curse is 
I think a vital part of why he ended up where he did because he was still partly already alive, and I don't think it would be it would be impossible to figure out uh, which part was a more dominant, a dead or a living one, but it's still pretty interesting to think that Sirius isn't you know a cooperative member of the Vale community. I don't know what you would call it. So, Sirius going through as and when he did really makes the way he ended up uh, all that more important. The second situation we went over was another uh, really interesting and important uh, you know, part of this equation because it's something you don't think about. You know, putting just your finger in wouldn't mean that your finger dies. The veil might take your whole soul just out of that one bridge. And I think it's interesting to think that if you could come out of the veil after seeing what's inside of it, but it might be like, um, I don't know. It's either completely different or exactly what we think would happen. There, I don't think there's no middle ground for what would actually happen uh, with this veil. So... Let's just stick with the... Well, actually, no. We should we should go over what we think. I think this would be uh, pretty fun. So, if the veil is a um, just kind of a void, and you fall in the void, and because you're already dead, you don't really function, and that's fine. So, if it's just basically a hole, and it's a big fall, you go through, you look over the edge, you see, great, and then you come back, and no one cares. <laughs> Then, the second scenario might be a little more interesting. If it's nothing like what we think, it, we could only assume that you don't exactly come back completely fine. You might have some, you know, scratches here and there, maybe souls missing, but other than that, if you came back and, you know, your soul wasn't, you know, there, and some of your body parts were dead, I don't know, they would probably, the people running the test would probably, you know, reconsider their attempts to uh, use the veil for something other than just, you know, sorry, prisoner, we, you know. <laughs> but that's, oh my gosh, why do they never use the veil for something like that? I mean, I don't know. Well, there was a review um, on Apple Podcasts left um, that made a really interesting point. I won't uh, name names. If you really want to, you can probably go and check. It's still there. But basically what this person was saying was... The veil might be used in a similar way, like as disposing of prisoners. Um, they made an interesting point that it's called the death chamber, and like they use it for death, studying death, creating death. We'll never know, but like the brain room, all the doors, the department of mysteries, the prophecy room. They all the ministry isn't very good at naming things, so they, we can only assume that they named the place exactly what they use it for. So, the death chamber might be used for death. Studying death, making death, making a new version of death, death plus, I mean, I don't know. So, it might be that the ministry has our same ideas that we have. Us uh, muggles with our uh, dysfunctioning brains, you know, they they know better than us, so maybe we are catching up finally. But, if the ministry is thinking similar uh, similarly to how we are, 
that might make it more of a, not much of a stretch, not more of a stretch, but less of a stretch, that that is exactly what they consider the veil as a function of. A tool, maybe something that they can use to uh, communicate with other people, but like Harry said, he heard voices, and that's another interesting point was that he actually heard voices coming from the veil. And that means that there's something there. It's not just a piece of stone and some fancy moving LED cloth. There is definitely more to this whole, you know, you go into the veil and you're dead kind of thing than we think. There's so much more to it. But unfortunately... Finding out what that thing is is virtually impossible in our situation because we have no evidence besides Sirius who was completely tainted subject. We couldn't even, that, that test, if we were considering it a test, that's not really that accurate because that isn't even close to uh, what actually happens. So if Sirius were to have gone through and somehow just been on the other side of there, of life, in another dimension, in the veil, that's kind of a weird thing to think about, that the veil isn't uh, a place where you go to die, it's a place that you go to the other side of living, and it's interesting to think that Sirius isn't, you know, he he's gone through the veil, and he is never going to come back. Because I don't think that's the case. He might just be on the other side of life. He isn't completely dead. He is just not existing in the dimension where Harry and his friends can see him. And I think that that point is further exaggerated in the seventh book. When Harry uses the Resurrection Stone and Sirius and some other people appear... He says that we will be with you, Harry, for the whole way. So that means he is there in the first place. The Resurrection Stone only allows Harry to somewhat enter the realm that they are in. And the world isn't different, you know, they have no special powers on the other side, but they just see life, and we can't see them. So they can participate, they can do anything, except interact with us. So... Having those two components, and so what Sirius is saying, it might be that the veil isn't a place of death, but it is just a place of other life. And when you go through, you don't die. You just enter a different place that allows you to live in a different way. And that is the end of this wonderful theory. If you have any questions, comments, or theories that you would like to hear on the podcast, definitely send me an email. My email is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. That is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. If you just scroll down in your podcast app of choice, tap those five stars, and even leave a written review, because that helps me out so much, and it helps other people find the show. If you're on YouTube, make sure to like, subscribe, and leave a comment telling me what theory you would like me to do next. As always, use information to your advantage, and I will see you later.